All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds, joined by Keith Hernandez. Me and Keith, I don't even have to ask him how he's doing, because if you watched the Met game last night, you know exactly how we're doing. So, Keith, how was being at City Field for the Jacob DeGrom masterpiece? That was, I think, like definitely in my top three of games I've ever watched live, and it has to be right up there with NLCS Game 2 that I was at. That was like one of the, like only 8,000 people at the stadium and every time so like a strikeout or like he, he like when he hit that double the stadium exploded. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, I was obviously watching it at my house and I was just like this man doesn't even need teammates. He's no. so good. <laughs> He's so good. You know who does need teammates, though? Your streamer from last week, Casey Mice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's not doing his team any justice. He's no, that's why he needs teammates. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a, a poor choice. I should have gone with uh, who you wrote about, JT Brubaker. I know, I, uh, I know. You know I, like, I think like two hours after we recorded, I was going to the players, and I was like, oh, my God, who's this guy? And then my dad picked him up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about him in a second, actually, because I wanted to bring him up a little bit later. Mm -hmm. uh, but you guys know the deal. So before we start, a couple things that we got to do, because obviously we got a loaded show again today. Give you some fantasy nuggets. Give you some hot topics, you know, a series we're looking forward to. But we're going to need you to do the usual. Check out the website, beakbrands.com. Written content is there. Podcast is there. We got a bunch of stuff. Obviously, if you're a big NFL fan, the draft is less than a week away. So we're going to have stuff geared towards that coming out this week. All right, that's number one. Number two, follow at Beak Brands, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can interact with me and Keith there. I'm at Tim Ferdinand. He's at Keith Hernandez, two Zs. Last night would have been the perfect opportunity for you to do so because we were going off. All right. Uh, the other thing is our YouTube audience is growing which is pretty sweet. So subscribe, like the video, tell your friends, watch it a thousand times, whatever. All right, we'll do whatever it takes. And if you're an audio-only person, Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review, follow and or subscribe. Feel free to share. I just want to shout out Dennis Hunter and Jeff over there for sharing us on social media. We've definitely picked up some views that way. So if you like what we got going on, Definitely hit us with a share or a like. And if you, like I said before, if you're one of those guys that are like, hey, this guy never talks about my team, listen, we do requests. All right, we will hook you up because we're going to base the show towards our main audience. Right now, our main audience, Mets and Yankees fans, obviously. But if we got somewhere else to be, we will take care of you. So that's kind of what we need to do before we start uh, the show here, Keith. So you're ready to go. I'm ready. Keith was born ready. So, yeah, look at that. And the neighbors are walking the dog out there. Very nice day out. All right, anyway, so let's keep continue on the Jacob DeGrom thing, right? So I'm just going to read off some stats that I screenshotted here on the Twitter machine. And don't worry, I'll give you credit because I'm not, you know, a big fan of plagiarism. So here we go. Greg Harvey. Since the start of 2018, Jacob DeGrom has started 80 games. During this 80-game stretch, DeGrom has pitched to an ERA under two and has 678 strikeouts. Only three pitchers have done this in modern history. Do you want to try to guess who they are? 
with uh, Pedro. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, There's two others. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Pedro, Clayton Kershaw, Sandy Koufax. So you got one of them. So that was good. Okay, there we go. Okay, here we go. This is from Jason Stark. Roy Halladay seemed dominant. All right? This is exactly what he's what he wrote. He had three games of 14-plus strikeouts in his whole career. DeGrom has done it three consecutive starts. In the 90s, Greg Maddox, Oral Hershiser, and Dave Stewart had three combined games with 14-plus strikeouts. DeGrom has three in the past two weeks. Only Nolan Ryan, Pedro Martinez, and Randy Johnson have ever struck out more hitters over a three-game start span than DeGrom has. Crazy. Okay, here we go. Jacob DeGrom has more RBIs this year than earned runs allowed. He's a one-man <laughs> team. All right, and then last one. Pitchers to have 43-plus strikeouts and one earned run or less. This is also from Greg Harvey in a three-game span. Jacob DeGrom, right now, Dwight Gooden, 1984. So, this is just crazy. So, I'm going to let you go. What do you think about, obviously, where DeGrom is currently elevating himself? Because it's weird that as he's getting older, he's, like, getting better. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird, like, in this, I mean... I mean, this is like the fourth straight start he's done it, but he's out there in the seventh inning throwing 101. Like, that's what Justin Verlander used to do when he was like 26. Like, DeGrom's about to turn 33 in June. It's yeah. So, it's so weird seeing it. Um, but, I mean, he, he I love how he openly talks about, like, wanting to be in that, like, inner circle of the Hall of Fame. Like, wanting to win a, his third Cy Young, wanting to win an MVP. Like, that stuff's cool. Like, nobody, like, no player, like, ever, like, openly talks about that stuff. And if, especially someone, like, quiet, like DeGrom, you don't expect that from him. He's not very, like, like screaming on the mound like Trevor Bauer or, like, K struts after he strikes someone out. You know, he's, like, when he's out there, he's just a killer. He's just to himself. He's um, one of those guys, when he's, like, in the zone, you don't want any part of it. No. Like, the teammates don't even really say anything to him. He sits in the dugout. Yo, he's throwing, like... Eight two-hit innings yesterday. This man looked livid, like he was getting shelled. Like once when it's game day for him, like he takes it to another level. You saw what he said after the game. I watched the whole thing. So which part of oh, it? Oh yeah, <laughs> when he said like he saw how how good his stuff was in the bullpen. And he oh, he was nervous. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how cool must it be to go to the stadium and you know like oh these guys are in trouble tonight <laughs> like. <laughs> oh man, oh that's crazy. But between him I and Strowman th- right now, they've both been killing it. Strowman's pitching later today. Yeah, Strowman. Strowman's pitching at four o'clock today. That's gonna be an exciting one. I'm. Oh, Keith's gonna be there he's, again. He's he's a machine. Just a, a ground ball machine. They've been putting a good enough defense behind them where it's worked. Um, you know, he's not really going for the strikeouts anymore, which it looked like he was when he was when he first got traded in 2019. And that was his biggest issue. He was pitching for the strikeout, and he was getting rocked. Yeah. Um, he's just not I, that kind of guy. He's not the kind of guy. I mean, in September, he did change that, and he dropped his ERA down to, like, 1.63 in that month and back in 2019. But he's pitching the contact, throwing those sinkers and change-ups with a couple sliders, whatever. Drop a four-seam up and in every once in a while, and it's working. So here's a question for you, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not a foregone conclusion. Obviously, I mean, it is April 24th. That's if this recording. Yeah. All right, so... 
you know, we got time. But if you're, I, I put this on my story last night. If you're the Padres right now, or whatever team might be in the wild card playing game, you, I think you've ready, like you've, you're, you're commenced in prayer, like full on prayer that the Mets win their division, because I yeah. don't think you want any part of that. And in that one game, that's it. Yeah. You, like, I think we said this in the division previews, um, that like whoever, if the Mets end up going to the wild card, that it's like pretty much an automatic lock. Yeah. Like just with DeGrom in there. It's scary for the other team. Yeah. Especially, especially if it's a team from the West Coast who's seen them maybe once this season. Yeah. If it like, because they only they play each other once at home and once away. And if the Grom starts get skipped both times they're there, then they, they have a chance of not even seeing him this entire season. I would intentionally not pitch him in those games. And, I don't, yeah. Especially <laughs> against the Padres. Like, sure, you want a nice regular season one against the Padres, but, like, who cares? Especially if you have a solid enough, like, like, like if you don't have to win. Like, yeah, those games, yeah. Like, if you're in this position at that point in the season... I would skip to the ground start. Can you imagine? Because I think it's realistic the Dodgers and or Padres both win more than 100 games. I think so, too. Can you imagine uh, winning, like, 105 games and then you're out because you had to face him? <laughs> I would be so I, mad. I the mo- yeah, one of the, the most frustrating thing would be winning 105 games and ending up in the wild card. Yeah, and well, that, too. That, on top of that, facing the Grom. <laughs> it's, just, oh, it's ruined. We need to pull a Pittsburgh Pirates fan right. about how that feels. all right so we're gonna play a fun game before we go to our next topic i know i spent a lot of time on degrom but like i mean this man is crazy so we're gonna we're gonna play a fun game all right so we're gonna pick pitchers five-man rotation me and keith we're gonna alternate picks so once someone's picked you can't pick them again obviously um even though i think me and keith because me and keith are in lockstep here for our top five um but we're gonna alternate so we'll just go me you me you me you uh, but I guess I'll let you go first. DeGrom is not available. So you got to yep. pick someone who's not him. All right, so I'll keep track of who goes, and then maybe we could post a little yep. graphic afterwards. So you get the first pick. You could take any pitcher in baseball that is not Jacob DeGrom. Who are you going to pick? I think it's I mean, clearly Shane Bieber. I saw that coming from 10 miles away. All right. That's yeah. a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to go because he's pretty much the American League Jacob DeGrom? He's – <laughs> yeah, the American League Jacob DeGrom, and I wouldn't be surprised, like, four or five years down the road, he's doing exactly what DeGrom is doing right now. I, I agree 100%, he's yeah. A, he's a, he doesn't throw that hard. He's a thrower. Yeah. He's, like, 93, 95. Even DeGrom, when he first came up, was a little harder than that, so. Bieber's really good. I mean, I took last now okay. as my AL Cy Young because I just wanted to not mm. – I thought Bieber was, like, the favorite for it, so I didn't want to yeah. pick him. But, like, the way this guy's pitching, I don't know if Glass now can hang in there the whole series and keep it up with him. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. That would be my first pick, too. Um, my first pick is going to be Corbin Burns, uh, and I'll tell you why. I'm not going to let you have your own guy and get out of here. <laughs> um, so it's Cor- Corbin Burns. And the reason I'm going to say him is because, well, one, if you look at his numbers, this guy is, like, ridiculous. He gets no no pub whatsoever. I mean, if you're like a diehard MLB fan, you know who he is. But if you're a casual, you have, probably have no idea who he is. Um, but the reason I'm picking him is because I'm worried that Jacob DeGrom is going to get LeBron James by this man. And I, I'll explain exactly what that means in case you're confused. Um, 
So what the NBA does is they find every excuse to not give LeBron James the MVP. And they did it with Kobe Bryant, they did it with Michael Jordan, like, between the three of them, I, I don't think they have 20 combined, and, like, that makes no sense. Um, so what I think is going to happen with DeGrom is that if Corbin Burns' numbers are, like, 85 to 90% as good as him, they're going to find a way to not give it to DeGrom because baseball is stupid like that. Um, I mean, he's really good. I don't wanna, I'm not trying to, like, disrespect this guy, but, like, DeGrom's on a level by himself, and then it's, like, him and Bieber, I think, in the next two. Um but he's he's really good for Milwaukee, and I could see him p- pitching them all the way to close to the playoff race. And I don't know if the back end of their rotation is going to hold up the whole year, but he's been really good. All right, so you have Bieber, and I have Burns. This is where it starts to get a little, uh, you know, we might go different paths. So who you got as your number two starter? I want to take last now. Okay. So Keith's going to take last him. now. Who are you torn between? Because I think I know who you, who my pick is going to be now that you I, took him. Um, I think the the my clear my clear choice was Garrett Cole. I just didn't want to take him yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So why Glass now over Cole then? Just because you didn't want to take him, or I just didn't want to take Cole. Yeah, but no, I I'm a, I'm a huge Glassnow fan. Uh, for the last like three years, um, he's starting to figure out, you know, uh how to stay away from the beginning even though yesterday i think he yeah he they got him yesterday him. yeah they got him but i mean that only put his era at 2.05 so you know I mean, he's, he's been really good he's been he's been amazing this year he's he's starting to put everything together little by little um i, I know last year last year he got rocked a little bit a little right? bit yeah the, i think his era was like over four or five i think he's just one of those he's prone to like once a month He's gonna get rocked. He's gonna get rocked. Yeah, yeah. which like, like he's gonna. You go. Gonna, like, you tip go. His pitches or like I think last year in the playoffs he was tipping. He was tipping right? his pitches. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just gonna happen until he completely you know irons everything up. But yeah, he's amazing. I like that pick. Uh so I guess since you left him for me, I'm gonna take Garrett Cole. <laughs> I I didn't think I was gonna get him. Uh, and obviously my two picks like if you took Cole, I was gonna take Last now. If you took Last, I was gonna take Cole. So that worked out for me either way. Um. Cole, obviously, I mean, really good. Ton of strikeouts, pitches innings. He gets better as the weather gets warmer. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, it's going to get hot. He's going to be really good. Plays in a really He's strong hitting division. So, uh, that's who my number two is. So, you have Bieber and Glass. Now, I have Burns and Cole. Who's going to be your number three starter? Mm. This is this is a tough one. Yeah, this is where it gets murky. This is this is where you can. There's a lot of ways you can go. Yeah. Um. But I might go with Darvish. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's he's been locked in again. Uh, it was it was kind of weird like years ago when like he started getting hurt and I thought it was like done. Um. Uh, he had a couple of years there did, where he was just hurt year after he did, year. He had a couple of years where yeah he was just constantly hurt. And ZRA was just super inflated, and I thought he wasn't wasn't ever going to come back. Uh, but I mean, he was with the Cubs, and he was great. And then he was with uh, now with the Padres. He's doing great so far. I mean, he only gave up one run to the Dodgers yesterday, last night. Yeah. Um, he had a really really great outing last night. So yeah, I like him. Garbage. I like him. Uh, my my next pick. I don't know. It might surprise you. I don't think it will, though. Uh, I'm going to take one of the Dodger guys. I'm going with Walker Bueller. 
Yeah. Okay, so I think he's got the best stuff out of anyone there at this current time. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, prime Clayton Kershaw is a different thing. But for right yeah. now, Bueller, I think, has the best stuff. He's not even their number one, which makes no sense. That's how good their team is. He's not even number two. I mean, <laughs> uh, he's insane. He's got electric stuff, and he's really young. So I think between – and he's got a ton of postseason experience because the Dodgers are stacked. So by yeah. the time playoffs comes around uh, – and he also goes in and I like guys that go innings. That's why I, I'm not in love with Darvish because sometimes he's like a five, six-inning guy. Um, yeah. I mean, not in love compared to like the other top 10 pitchers in the league, but <laughs> obviously I take him on my team any day, but for this exercise, that's where I would go. So who's yeah. going to be your fourth guy? This is, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Strasburg. Okay. Um, assuming health. Assuming health. Yeah. yeah okay. That's, that's, that's the... That's the big risk with him. I mean, he's hurt right now with that shoulder injury again. Um, I think it was what they took the MRI. It was just a little It was inflammation. Yeah, I have him in our league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I hate to see it. But, you know, it happens with him like once or twice a year. It's just, just whatever. Uh, but, yeah, he's he's great. He's another guy who's not really slowing down. He's been in the league forever now. It's like 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's been really, up for a while. He's really slowing down, and nobody's, nobody's talking about it. Well, that's what I've been saying it for the longest time. Like, when it was Jose Fernandez, him, Scherzer, and DeGrom, I'm like, you might have, other than Kershaw, like, at the time, the four best pitchers in the whole league are in the same division. And the same division, yeah. Like, it's cra it was crazy at one point. Two of them were on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two of them are on the same team, which is ridiculous. All right, so that's a good pick. I mean, you know I have a soft spot for him, so yeah. big fan of that. Um, look, so my fourth guy might surprise you, but you know how I like to play these games. I like to think about yeah. it as if I'm like, actually the GM of a team because I think mm -hmm. that having a little different like styles of pitching uh, is definitely a part of this. So, I'm going to go with Julio Urias from the Dodgers, all right? He's got a, uh, where are you? There you are. Okay, he's got a 2.8 ERA, a whip under one. Uh, he's got 26 strikeouts and a couple of starts so far. He goes innings. He's a lefty. He's got a 26 to 4 strikeout to walk ratio. Like, this dude is really, really good. Uh, and he was always, like, their bullpen piece. Like we said in the division previews, he always got booted, you know, uh, to the bullpen when the playoffs came. So I like him as my number four. Gives me a lefty with electric stuff. Uh, and he, you know, he's not near 100. So, like, it's kind of giving me – and he has different, like, a pitch set than the other guys I've picked because uh, I mostly just have guys who throw straight gas. So I like that pick for me. What do you think about that? Would you have picked That's him anywhere? Um – no, because I think he's forgotten about. Uh, I actually was at his debut at City Field okay. in 2016, and he got rocked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this this is their number one prospect? This is funny. Yeah. Um, he's lost a lot of weight but, since then, too. He used to be, like, yeah, chunky. Lost a, lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Um, I think losing a spot in the rotation a couple times also, like, clicked something at him. And last year, I mean, he was he was great last year. He got the, and like you said, he got the last out in the World Series, like, Mm -hmm. I think that's what started making everything click for him and earned his rotations about this year. He's been great. He's been really good. He's been great. All right, who's um, your five? Yeah, so 
you made me remember another Dodgers guy. Um, he, this guy's super young, only 23 years old. Um, Dustin May. So okay. I got a rotation of flamethrowers. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but so far through three starts this year, 2.93 ERA, 2.90 FIP. His strikeouts for nine, he's starting to, like, know how to use that 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah. Guy. Strikeouts per nine in the last two years, 8.3 in his first full season in 2019 when he's mostly working out of the bullpen. <laughs> and then 7.1 last year in 10 starts. So he wasn't even though he threw the hundred with like a ninety-two mile an hour slider, he's not he wasn't striking out a lot of guys. This year through three starts, his strikeouts per nine's up to twelve point nine, basically thirteen. Um he's starting to put everything together. Hits per nine are down, homers per nine are down. Uh it doesn't walk a lot of guys either, so uh I really like him going forward. He's gonna be pretty much exactly like Walker Bueller once he refines like everything. Yeah. Uh so look. I like that pick. That's not who I would have taken. Now, there are some good guys still available, right? You're looking at, like, Trevor Bauer, Aaron Nola, Herman Marquez, Jack Flaherty, Max Scherzer, you know, Charlie Morton. Like, there's, like, tons of dudes. Yeah. I would pick one of those guys, but just because I like to have fun with my last one, I'm going to throw out a shout-out to, like, one of the most underrated pitchers in the league right here. Sandy... Alcantara. <laughs> this guy is so good, and no one cares about him. No one cares about this guy. Not even the Marlins fans care about this yeah. guy. All right. Now he is zero two, but like he plays for the Marlins, so okay, whatever. He's got a WHIP right about one. He's got thirty-two strikeouts and eleven walks and thirty innings this year. So better than a strikeout in inning. This guy's really, really good. Um, I, I joked around with you after the, like the first two starts of the season when he only gave up two runs total in 12 innings. I was just like, the Marlins just had to take Jose Fernandez's soul and put it into this man's body. This guy is so good. Um, would he be my actual fifth pick? Probably not. I'd probably end up going with Flaherty, Bauer, Scherzer. I'd have to look at the numbers. Um, probably Flaherty is the youngest guy out of them, or Bauer, just because I like that how much of an asshole he is. Uh, but... For me, just for this game, I'm going to take Sandy Alcantara. I love Sandy. I know you do. That's not why. When, I, not, when that's... He face, not when he faces the Mets. But, yeah. <laughs> he's so, he's, like you said, he's so underrated. Um, I think, you know, uh, the the Mets booth, the TV booth, was, like, doing a little bit on him just because he had pitched well, like, in the middle of one of the Mets games. And they were, they were talking about how, you know, that when they face the Barnes again, if they have to see him, it's going to be scary. Especially how the offense has been hitting. Because hey, he's really good. He's just he's really great. good. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to him and Trevor Rogers for some reason. Just Trevor Rogers been insane too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to a couple other topics. We spent about twenty yeah. minutes on the Mets here with Jacob Degrom and other <laughs> pitchers. So, uh, listen, Oakland has won twelve in a row now, Keith. Not only are the Kelly Green uniforms the greatest thing on this planet, <laughs> but they're also playing well. So, same question as last week. How much longer are they going to keep this up for? I mean, not winning every game, but like just this hot streak. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna give the the win streak 14 games. They're okay. Gonna sweep the Orioles. Okay. The yeah. rest of this weekend, and then they're gonna lose game whatever game the Monday or Tuesday. I don't know when they play next. I don't even know who they're playing. I'm just saying they're gonna lose no matter what. <laughs> just, okay. Just I don't know. How, I don't know how sustainable it's gonna be. I mean, I don't know how sustainable it's gonna be. Whatever. They they the yeah, franchise I mean. won like 22 games in a row before. <laughs> And they're about to do it again, it looks like. So, who knows? 
Um, their pitching, which was terrible that first series against the Astros, terrible. was like insane out of nowhere. Yeah. Irvin, Irvin threw like seven one one run innings yesterday. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. And the, I mean, the Orioles had ten hits yesterday, and they only put up one run. They just couldn't cash in. Yeah. They, could, they couldn't. They couldn't cash in anything. No, I'm with but, you. Listen, I mean, you. Everyone knows. I'm gonna keep saying it. Go A's, go. Jesus Lazardo and Frankie Montas carry me to the promised land in fantasy baseball. Let's do it. Even though I'm getting killed again, killed again this week. You know, last week I came back to win. Hashtag yeah, go okay. Shane Bieber go. Uh, but hey, listen, uh, Mike Trout had his last two games canceled. I know. I know. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so A's are hot. Uh, let's just look at some other teams. Obviously, we know the Padres and Dodgers are battling it out. Um, how big is it for you that, you know, or if you're a Padre fan or, a you know, a Padres mm-hmm. player, the Dodgers kind of, you know, beat you bad last time. You've taken the first two games of the series this time around. Yeah. Did that give you confidence that you could play with these guys? Huge, yeah. yeah. Especially, you're playing at Dodger Stadium now. You're not even playing at home. Um, yeah. That's a huge boost. And the Padres fans do not travel. No, they do not. They, <laughs> they do not. Especially the Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium is a scary place if you're going as an away fan. I've um, been there. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't there to, to see the Mets. So, actually, were, I saw the Angels-Dodgers game. It was interleague. Oh, that's fun. It was Jeff Weaver pitching against Jared Weaver. Wow. And, yes. And I don't think I've ever told, have I told you this. I don't know if I have. No. Um, Jared Weaver threw a no-hitter and lost the game one nothing Because he walked oh, the guy. No. They stole second. Error. And then sack fly. A little oh baseball history right there. Forgotten baseball history that I was a part I of. I forgot about that game. But it's so weird because when you're there, because like, I, I guess like Angels-Dodgers is not that big of a rivalry, and if you're an mm-hmm. Angels-Dodgers fan, you could let me know if I'm wrong. But like I was there. Like you know, We're used to New York. Like Everything is F you, F this guy. Yeah, you're just, yeah, yeah. Everyone who gets up, you're shaming them immediately. And then they were just like, yeah, you know, we're going to get a Dodgers dog and like watch the game, and they're just like <laughs> doing their thing. Me and my dad and my uncle are like, what is going on out here? You're not supposed to like them. I was convinced that they could hear us screaming. (laughs) It's very weird. That is super weird. But I I think it's just LA people. Different Different lifestyle out there. Yeah. We were trying to do the the New York thing out there. Like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And everyone moves like one mile an hour. I'm like, you got to get out of my way. Like, (laughs) you're, you're killing me. You're literally killing me. I don't know what it's like to, like, relax and, like, go for a stroll down the street. Like, yeah. You know, in my loafers and whatever else. Like, I need to go, go, go. But that's the difference between L.A. and New York right there. But anyway, back to the Padres beating the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, and that catch that Machado made yesterday. Yeah. That that saved at least one run. That was insane. Um, How about Tatis Tatis hitting? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Two home runs over Kershaw. On the same day. Yep, you yeah. did, yeah. On you the anniversary, it. like 22-year anniversary of his dad hitting two grand slams in one inning at Dodger Stadium. That's so cool. That's so <laughs> cool. Like, it's so geeked out about stuff like that. That's awesome. And I, I agree that yeah. I think this has given the Padres uh, some confidence. But we got to get to some other things. So, last thing, what's your bigger surprise? The Yankees' slow start or the Red Sox' hot start? Uh, um... 
That's a tough one. Cause I don't, I don't think either of us saw either one coming. No. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just gonna go with the Yankees slow start because, uh, I, I think everyone thought that at least one pitcher outside of Garrett Cole would put something together and get something going. But uh, hasn't worked out so far. No, it has not. Starting to click. Stanton hit two home runs last night. Um, I think Odor hit a homer. Uh, someone else. He made a nice play too in the field. Also, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. That was that was after the homer. I think like uh, the announcer was like, "Oh, you hit a homer and everything starts clicking for you on the field and stuff." So yeah, sometimes that's true, especially for a player that hits 120. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it looks like they're starting to put it together. They beat up on the Indians the last two games. So. I'm telling you, man. I mean, they, the Indians they, they can't barely, hit. But the thing is, have you seen Chapman this year? A little bit. He, I think he's recorded, like, I think 24 outs now. And, like, 19 of them are via strikeout. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, But he's always I mean, been he's like that. Even, he's always been like that. But he's not even throwing, like, super gas anymore. Like, he's, like, sitting around, like, 98, 99, and sometimes it'll be, like, 101. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, like, 101, 101, 104 anymore yeah that was that was scary he's throwing he's throwing so many sliders and splitters now that he, i mean he finally worked on the pitch that it, like he can actually use it that's both right. of them. but even like the slider like, he was always fastball slider guy but like you got like when he threw 103 it was like all right what am i gonna do i can't look <laughs> off speed and then he would throw when it was a strike it was over you're not gonna hit it it was over yeah yeah like he's really good when he came over from cuba i wanted the mess to get him so bad and they were like oh yeah you know his control is terrible. I'm like, ask me if I care. This dude throws 103. If I you can get, if you wanted to be a starter, yeah. Well, that wouldn't have that, lasted. That wouldn't have lasted. That would have been a, a season, and it would have been over. <laughs> um, uh, and he went to the Reds too. But the Reds were actually good at that time. Yeah, that's when they had uh, like Johnny Cueto, Matt Latos, um, Edison Volquez, right? Yep, Edison Volquez with the crooked hat. <laughs> I was, oh, that was that was a pretty good team. Was on that team. Brandon Phillips, I know. Oh my God, Brandon Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good team. Rolling. That yeah, was a good was team. A team. Uh, but back to the Yankees. So I'm actually gonna go with the Red Sox, and that's because I really didn't see this coming. Like I yeah. thought the Yankees would be streaky. So like, is it possible they could have started off slow? Like, yeah. And we knew their pitching wasn't that good outside of Cole. Like, did I think it was gonna be this bad? No. But like, the Red Sox are out here pretending it's like 2007. They, they, they're batting, like, everyone's batting over, like, 285. Their pitching has, like, been pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm just surprised that they've been able to put these kind of numbers up. And yeah. they're doing it against divisional opponents, too. Yeah, it's it's crazy. They've had those, those last two games against the, the Mariners. They really grinded those games out. Yeah. Um, I think the, Marin, the Mariners took the game on Thursday, if I remember correctly. Correct. But they they were that was Mitch Haniger. Good battle, yeah. Mitch Haniger <laughs> threw it over. Love that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's been a a crazy series so far. Surprisingly, I mean they're they're both top teams in the division right now. Yeah. Uh, I think the A's finally caught the caught the Mariners. They did. They're in first place. Yeah, they're in first. That's place. how bad their start was. They had to win twelve straight games <laughs> to have a share of first place. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Um, but no, listen, I mean, I think the Yankees will rebound, uh, but mm -hmm. let's move to some fantasy nuggets here. 
Alright, so, who's your Randy? And I just love when Randy Rosarena makes a play the night before. This man came flying oh, out of left field, like <laughs> literally Superman, made a diving catch. Um, so I've got to Did go first. Smile on his face. Yes. What do you... <laughs> I love him as a player. I love him. He's so funny. Um, so who do you got as your random fantasy ad of the week and why? You've you've gone with right. a lot of pitchers. Are we getting another pitcher? Yeah, I know. I'm finally gonna take a hitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Colin Moran on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Don't worry that they got one hit yesterday. I don't care about that. <laughs> Against Jay Happ. It's not a big deal. Don't Listen, don't worry. I I know we said before that, like, the Pirates didn't really look like they had any guys outside of Brian Hayes that you would want to take in fantasy because... Like, I no mentioned Colin like, Moran. You were not on you it. Did. Yeah. You did. You missed the Colin Moran. <laughs> but I, I wasn't on the Colin Moran train yet that he was going to be able to just... Uh, stat pad. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but he has been, and he's been on fire. Uh, if you can get him, if you ha if you have like a droppable player, whether it's uh, like a utility spot or like an infielder, because I think he he qualifies for multiple infield positions. I can double check um, that. But like, like if you're my dad, you still are you still rocking Kesson Hero? You're sitting <laughs> one ten on the Brewers. It's time to let him go. If you were like me and you were rocking Tommy Pham in a utility spot up yeah. until last week. Time to let him go. Moran uh, is available. He qualifies for first base and DH. So if you play in a DH yeah. league where you need a DH spot, like he might be the prime end yeah. of the week for you. Yeah. Um, I don't think there are any first basemen who are playing like terrible, unless you have like Trey Mancini, like I did, and I let him go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like him. Uh, Adam Quick, because his, his percentage dropped up like, up, it's going up. Twenty percent spiked. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's up to forty percent now. Ownership. So, it's got to look out for. Uh, so I like that, obviously, because I like when I get to be right ahead of time. Uh, my pick though is going to be Carson Kelly, and this is a guy I brought up when we did divisional previews because catcher is so bad. Trust me, I know I have Gary Sanchez. Um, <laughs> so he's owned in forty-six percent of leagues, but he's hitting over three hundred. He has five home runs. He's got twelve RBIs. Arizona is a great place to hit, all right? And finding a catcher that's hot is rare. If you can stream this guy, I would do it. Uh, once I see what my score looks like after today's game, if I need to, you know, add a catcher, there's some catchers available in our shallow league, and he's one of them. So he might be the newest member of Team Tim over there. Um, so, look, if you need a catcher, Carson Kelly might be the way to go for you. Keith agrees. Yeah. Keith yeah, agrees. He's, he's, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been locked in. He um, has been locked in. I like especially, him. Especially when he gets some protection back in the lineup, whenever Cattell Marte comes back. That too. Yeah, That'll be very important for him. Um, I mean, he's been doing well without him, so hopefully that he keeps that up. They just know how to hit over there in Arizona. Yeah. The whole team, yeah, they just they, know how to hit. They've always been a good hitting team. So let's talk about an upcoming series that mm – -hmm we're looking forward to. So I got to pick first last week for both of these. So once again, Keith, who do you got? All right. Back to the American League Athletics Rays. So this actually works out with my 14-game win streak prediction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they were playing each other. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's going to be an exciting series. I mean, even the Rays, the Rays right now with the Blue Jays, they're fighting out every single game. That was, that was an exciting game yesterday. Steven Matz against Tyler Glasnow. Crazy. Um, crazy. I can't believe Steven Matz is 
pitching well through four starts. He I just mean, had to get away from happens. New York, I guess. Yeah, either, it's either that or it's the same thing where he comes out the first four or five starts. Of the yeah, season, and then he's going to be terrible. And then yeah. it just falls apart. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, you have, to, you have to see it happen yet. So, um, it, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I think the the Rays aren't going to have glass on start in that entire four-game series against the, the eight. Actually, no, they won't. No, he'll probably pitch the last game. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably pitch the last game of the series. Um. So yeah, that's that's one to look out for, especially with the Rays sitting at 500 right now. Um, they they got to move up in the division while everyone else is cold, and before the Red Sox, like you know, fall off. Let's see when is because I have both of those guys. Hold on, mm-hmm. Montas is pitching on Tuesday. Oh. Um, Lazardo's probably not going to start because he's pitching tomorrow against Baltimore. Okay. So they're going to dodge one of the A's uh, big arms there. And Manea is pitching one day, right? Probably. Well, it's a four-game series, so everyone else, I guess, oh, is going to be. He's pitching that one game Monday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it'll be Manaya and then Montas to start. It's a tough I don't know, yeah. Keith. They, they might win 15. <laughs> they might win 15. They might win 15. <laughs> That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I like that series. Okay. and just for the... the probable starter for Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. So either way, he's going to pitch. Third game, yeah, he's going to pitch. So, just to be fair to the people at home, that was going to be my pick too. But, uh, you know, Keith got first dibs this week, so I had to go somewhere else. I'm also going to go American League. Royals and Twins. And if you're a casual fan, you're probably like, what is this man saying out loud right now? The Royals are currently in first place as of this recording, 11-7, and seven, and they're 7-3 and three in their past 10 games. The Twins, uh, a little bit below 500, 7 and 11. They're 2 and 8 in their last 10, but they had the little COVID thing going on and the schedule kind of got jumbled up. Uh, and this is a big series for the Twins. I know it's early in the year, but I don't think you can let the Royals like sweep you and bring you down cuz that then they'd be like 7 or 8 games back already. Yeah. That's not that's not good. They're, yeah, they're already 4 games on the right now. That's what I mean. And the Royals uh, are in first place. Yeah, and they're about to. The Twins got two division games, two division matchups coming up this entire week. The one against the Indians starting on Monday, and then they play the Royals starting Friday, right? And the Indians are ahead of them too. Yeah, the Indians are ahead of them too. And if the, I mean, then the Indians have a chance to win the next two games against the Yankees. If the Indians win the next two games against the Yankees, they're back at five hundred. Yeah, um, I know. So well, they got Bieber yeah. chucking today, right? That's a win. Yeah, yeah. I think they moved Cole back a day so they could face off against each other, right? Um, they're both on my fantasy team. Yeah, they're both pitching today. Because Cole was the probable for Friday. Why would you do that? Yesterday. It was, I don't know. If you're the Yankees, like, wouldn't you want to pitch him against not Bieber? Yeah, unless you want a, uh, I guess they want the showdown. I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather have Cole against, like, you already won the first two games. I'd rather have Cole pitch against somebody that I know is a lock. He's going to beat him. I don't yeah, know. I guess right? I think a little bit differently than that. Well, maybe maybe it's maybe it's just to keep him in the game because you have Jordan Montgomery going out there. The, the Indians put a three spot on him in the first inning. Yeah, that's true. So if you get a three spot put on you in the first inning and you got to face Bieber, you're it's not over. coming back. It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that for sure. But uh, look, we're about 40 minutes in, so – me and Keith will be back with you next Saturday, obviously. 
We're going to preview a lot more things. We might not have to spend 25 minutes talking about starting pitching, but I love starting pitching, so I can't say no to it. Um, so look, same thing as usual. Beakbrands.com, written content, as well as the podcast. NFL Draft is coming up. Might get to do a little hangout session. We'll see what happens. And we'll, uh, you know, post some thoughts on the NFL Draft. Number two, Beak Brands on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need you to follow, share, etc. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the bit, to the channel. Like the video. Tell with your friends. And then obviously Apple and Spotify listeners, you know, give us a rate and review. Follow, subscribe, share. Hook us up. Yeah, all the fun stuff. All right, all the fun stuff. That might have to be the name of that segment. All right, so until next time, me and Keith are out of here and enjoy the rest of this baseball week, which when you're listening to this will be Monday. Monday.